I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. We've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. Our exclusive Rate Shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days. Then, if rates go up, your rate stays locked. But if rates go down, your rate drops. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate Shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Welcome to the Skull King Football Podcast, presented by Fox DFS Firelines. Now, here are your hosts, Justin and Ryan Skullrude. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullrude and tonight we got a, a short show for you. Uh, we normally don't do a, a show uh, Tuesday night to, uh, to air Wednesday morning. However, with there being three games on Thanksgiving Day, uh, the first one, if you're on the West Coast, starts at 9.30 in the morning. And so to make it a little bit easier on everyone, we decided to go ahead and run a show tonight that would air Wednesday to give you a full day Wednesday um, before the holiday to get uh, all the information that you're going to need, or at least as much as possible, um, that you would need for, um, for the, the Thursday games. So you can actually, you know, for the most part, enjoy your, your holiday with friends and family. So um, so that's kind of what we're doing. And then I believe I'm going to try. I, I don't know for sure if I'm going to be able to do it. Uh, try to get one more episode out uh, maybe tomorrow night for Thursday that uh, will be available Thursday basically for the rest of the weekend that will cover the rest of the weekend's game. So, all right. So let's go ahead and get started with today's headlines. Today's headlines. Here's kind of a funny one. Eagles offensive coach, offensive coordinator Mike Grow said incorporating Golden Tate into the offense has been difficult. Well, that's kind of obvious when you see how much that Golden Tate hasn't been doing. Um, I honestly feel sorry for Golden Tate right now because they, the Eagles traded for a slot wide receiver when they already have not only a slot wide receiver, Nelson Aguilar and Jordan Matthews, they also have a tight end that runs routes like a slot wide receiver in Zach Ertz. So yeah, I could see how it'd be difficult to get Golden Tate integrated into that offense when you already have three people that basically do what Golden Tate does. Um, at this point, I wouldn't say he's droppable. I mean, you never know what can happen with injuries they may be able to figure something out here pretty soon. Uh, but for right now, I'm definitely not starting him. Uh, Dolphins. Devontae Parker was a non-contact participant Tuesday. He may be available to go um, this next Sunday. I still don't want him on any of my fantasy teams. Dolphins coach Adam Gase announces that quarterback Ryan Tannehill is once again the starter. He's back after missing more than a month with a capsule issue. Um, so now that he is, now that he is back, um, I think Kenny Stills gains a little bit of, gains a little bit of, of momentum here, a little bit of fantasy value, and hopefully that this also you know brings up uh, you know Kenny Drake's value just a little bit. So uh, the Bucks, oh yeah, see this is we I made this announcement earlier today um, for those of you who especially. 
for those of you who are needing tight ends uh, for our waiver wire articles and everything, the Bucks placed tight end OJ Howard on injured reserve with a foot with foot and ankle injuries, ending his season. That is it for OJ Howard. Cameron Brates needs to be owned in all leagues now. He will basically do at least what OJ Howard has been doing so far this year. And OJ uh, and uh, Cameron Brate, I figure, will be between tight end five and tight end seven from here on out for the rest of the year. Uh, the Chicago Tribune reports there are plenty of signs that point towards Mitchell Trubisky missing Thursday's game against the Lions. This does not mean that you go out and get the Lions defense, but I definitely think that uh, you know this could this will affect everyone on that offense. If anything, I really think that this bodes well for um, bodes bodes well for Jordan Howard. Not so much for Mitchell, or not so much for Tariq Cohen. I don't think. Uh, possibly it could. I think it also could do well for Trey Burton. Um, I believe it's it's Chase McDaniel. I believe is the um, is the quarterback or Chase Daniels. Yeah, there it is, Chase Daniel. Uh, most likely will be the starting quarterback uh, on Thursday morning. So. Um, it does not look like Trubisky is going to go at this point, as far as we can tell. Um, if you have a backup option, great. If you don't, you should probably get one just in case. Uh, moving on, uh, Marvin Jones has remained sidelined on Tuesday. This pretty much looks like he is not going to be playing on Thursday, which means Kenny Galladay, who has had 27 targets in the last two games, is going to be in for another big game uh, on Thursday against Chicago. Now, I know that Chicago's defense has been playing pretty well, but Chicago is also, I believe, uh, in one of my leagues, has given up the ninth most fantasy points to wide receivers. And Kenny Galladay, two weeks ago when he played against Chicago, went, I believe, 13 targets, six catches for 78 yards and a touchdown. I think that if with Jones out, possibly out again, they're going to run Galladay more in the slot. So he is going to get more of those kind of, more of those kind of uh, routes to run. Um, they're also going to use more uh, Theo Riddick in this game because not only is Jones out, Carry on Johnson is out. So I think that Riddick and Galladay could both be in for big games in this one with uh, with the other injuries that are that are going on. So um, speaking Tuesday, Rams coach Sean McVay confirmed that Todd Gurley was limited by an ankle issue against the Chiefs, but is expected to be fine going forward. Um, I know that a lot of people have been freaking out the last few weeks about Todd Gurley and his production. And, again, some of it's been game flow, and some of it's just he's injured. So, um, he again, I think that he should be fine. Uh, for those of you who have Todd Gurley, I would definitely pick up his backup. I believe it's Mac Brown, I believe is his name. So that's definitely someone to pick up to have just in case. And last but not least, ESPN's Josina Anderson reported on Sunday that A.J. Green with his toe injury has a, quote, good chance, unquote, to return week 12 against the Browns. Uh, I believe that would be very good for uh, Andy Dalton. For those of you who didn't see the graphic that I posted uh, on Twitter 
um, on all of our social media accounts uh, using StatRoute, which uh, again we we absolutely love them here. Um, looked up the 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 comparison tables between Andy Dalton, uh, Joe Flacco, and Ben Roethlisberger over the last three seasons. So I believe it's it doesn't include this one. I believe I believe it's the three previous seasons um, because Flacco has not yet played them this year. Or sorry, uh, Dalton has not played them yet this year. Uh, Andy Dalton averages more fantasy points per game against the Browns than either Flacco or Big Ben, and in the three previous seasons has thrown 14 touchdowns and zero interceptions against the Browns. Now, because I said that he he, he may crap the bed, knock on wood, hopefully that doesn't happen. But uh, overall. Dalton plays very well against the Browns. So that is definitely something to keep in mind. I understand this is a little bit different Browns team, but it's definitely something to keep in mind. Uh, if you're needing a streaming quarterback, uh, you know, Dalton, Dalton is a, is a possible name out there. So, um, and again, if AJ green is healthy, that just provides another weapon. So he has AJ green. He'll have Tyler Boyd, uh, I believe as of right now, it still looks like Joe Mixon's going to play on Sunday. If he doesn't, he'll have uh, Giovanni Bernard to pass it out of the backfield. So really, it's he's he'll have his weapons again. If AJ Green is healthy, that's that's just that much better for Andy Dalton uh, in a game where he won't necessarily be forced to pass the ball like he was against Atlanta and New Orleans when you know the two really the two games all season that he's you know pooped the bed. So. All right, well, that is it for the news and notes. Let's go ahead and get into um, the Thanksgiving Day games. We're going to go over these a little bit, just kind of talk about them, and uh, kind of give you some of my thoughts on these games, who I think you should hold, uh, should start, who you should sit, and, uh, and yeah, so let's get into it. Starting with 9.30 in the morning for me on the West Coast. Um, 12.30 uh, in the early afternoon for everyone on the East Coast. The Chicago Bears at 7-3 are going to Detroit to play the Lions. Uh, the, the Bears offense, it's actually kind of amazing with how well that Mitchell Trubisky has been playing. Um, you know, save this last game, last couple games actually. Uh, the Bears offense is only number 16 in the in the league their defense is third in terms of yards um rushing their 10th and part of that i believe is because mitchell trubisky i believe is the number two quarterback in terms of rushing yards behind only cam newton so if trubisky is out uh, i really like howard in this game against detroit especially considering that detroit has had a little bit of trouble against um against the run i remember uh down in dallas Ezekiel Elliott ran all over them, really got kind of his season going a bit. Um, and so, yeah, so Detroit has had a little bit of trouble against the run. And so, especially against a bigger bruiser type of back, which Jordan Howard is. So I think if with Chase Daniel as the quarterback, I think that they go more um, with the running back uh, attack of Jordan Howard, maybe passing the ball out of the backfield to, to Tariq Cohen, but I'm not totally confident in that. And then also, um, you're looking at uh, probably Trey Burton. Uh, most uh, backup quarterbacks tend to throw the short passes to the tight end for safety valve type stuff. So, 
As far as the Lions go, you are playing Kenny, Dal- Kenny Galladay. Uh, Stafford typically does well on Thursday night games, especially on Thanksgiving. So that's definitely something to kind of keep in mind. It is a home game. Uh, I think Kenny Galladay will go off in this game. I also believe that Theo Riddick will be, would, will probably be playing very well in this game as well. So, um, yeah, and that's, I mean, really that's as far as, as far as those two teams go, that's about it. I don't, you know, I'm not trusting the Garrett Blunt. He may, you know, he may get a, like a one or two yard touchdown. But as far as general production, those are the main guys I'm looking at in that game. Moving on, game number two on Thanksgiving. The Redskins at the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are one game behind the Redskins for the lead in that division. Um, The Redskins have lost Alex Smith for the season. Uh, They have the number 15 defense. Cowboys have number eight. Both defenses are in the bottom, bottom seven, bottom eight in the league in terms of offense. Uh, Neither team can really pass the ball. Both teams are really what their forte is, is rushing the ball. I think that AP is definitely a start in this game. Uh, they're going to have to depend on AP uh, with Colt McCoy. I think that Colt McCoy is a decent backup quarterback. I don't think he is ever really the the talent to be a starter in the league. Uh, that being said, I think that he could do okay in this one, um, as long as you know the check down, you know, doing with checkdowns, uh, Maybe, you know, getting Capri Bibbs involved since I believe Thompson's going to be out again in this game. Uh, and uh, also to uh, and get the ball to Jordan Reed. So really, I think Jordan Reed, Capri Bibbs in deep, deep leagues, deep PPR leagues, I think is the only way you're using him. And then uh, and AP. Really, those are the, I think those are the main weapons that you're using for the Redskins. As far as the Cowboys go, I do actually like... Somewhat like Dak Prescott is a streaming option for this game. Again, streaming option. He does run the ball pretty well. Uh, I'm looking at, you know, 200 to 250 yards, one, maybe two touchdowns passing. Um, You know, he probably throws a pick. Uh, That being said, I think, you know, that's a solid streaming option. That's what we we call uh, Alex Smith numbers. And so uh, you're definitely going to also be using – uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. And as far as the receivers go, I'm not really a fan of all the receivers. Maybe Amari Cooper. Um, let me take a quick look and see what he's done these last couple games. Amari Cooper, there we go. Pull him up. Um, the last couple games. So since he has joined Texas or, or Dallas, he has. Uh, five catches, 58 yards, and a touchdown on eight targets. Ten targets for six and 75. And then against Atlanta, five targets, three receptions, and 36 yards. And that was a game that they won against Atlanta. So um, in this game at home, I think that they maybe try to get him involved. I think that he is definitely, you know, that wide receiver three type of play. Um, Could put up, you know, with upside to be a wide receiver two. And really, that's it. Uh, you can look at um, at Beasley as a as a possible option. Again, he's more that flex wide receiver three or four in PPR only, uh, and that's only because of volume. So, 
uh, as far as the tight ends go, uh, there's no tight ends on Dallas that I would even that I would even roster to be completely honest. So, so that's what we got there. Moving on to the Atlanta Falcons going to the New Orleans Saints, and the New Orleans Saints are really becoming an, a very complete team. Their defense has been getting better and better, absolutely just swallowing up teams. Their offense is just stupid, stupid, phenomenal. Um, I think that the the defense is the one thing that's separating the Saints from the Rams and the Chiefs is the fact that the Saints play consistent defense. Um, I think that this could go as a shootout playing in New Orleans. Both these teams play in Dome Stadium, so um, really, I think you just you play the big weapons. You're going to you know as far as the Falcons go, you are going to play Matt Ryan. You are going to play Julio Jones. Calvin Ridley, I think, is a solid wide receiver three with upside. Uh, Muhammad Sanu, I believe, is a flex play-ish um, with some upside. And Austin Hooper, I believe, is that, you know, definitely a low-end tight end one for this game. Uh, as far as the – oh, and then Tevin Coleman, I think that more PPR, I don't see them running the ball too much. The Saints have been really, really good against the run. Uh, I think they've, you know, given up like three and a half to four yards a carry. Uh, over the last, you know, nine games, basically, uh, on this nine-game winning streak they've been on since they lost game one to Tampa Bay. Uh, so I, I'm not necessarily seeing anything out of Edo Smith. I think that, again, Coleman is going to be more of the option there, especially in PPR leagues. He's going to catch the ball out of the backfield. They're going to use him in that way. So, um, I mean, especially if you look at, you know, the rushing yards for, for the Falcons, they're 29th in rushing. Uh, in the league. So uh, the Saints, you start Michael Thomas, you start Drew Brees, you start Alvin Kamara, uh, you start, um, you are going to start uh, uh, Mark Ingram, sorry, uh, as your, you know, as your running back two, most likely. And once you get past that, I believe that Benjamin Watson is a possible, he's a tight end two that could put up okay numbers if he actually gets used. Uh, as far as Traquan Smith, the, the big, big game that he had list last week, like 10, 10 or so catches for 150 yards and a touchdown, I am hesitant to say he's going to pull that off again. I think that he can, but with all the other weapons that are ahead of him, I think the matchups just played well for him in the game last week. So for me, I think that he is a more of a risky play he's a flex with massive upside really is is what it is for me so uh, you can play Traquan Smith I don't necessarily I don't trust him to be consistent if you know if you're like me and you've got actually a game uh, one of my games this week uh, half of her team half the team is on by that I'm going up against and it's like and when I say half the team uh, Gurley Reynolds Watkins who else? Like most of her big player, I want to say her tight end is also on by this week. So, uh, you know, one of those games, I'd be fine to play a Traquan Smith because I'm projected for. I mean, all of my starters, all my buys are done, so all my top starters are are in my lineups. Sure, I'd have I. You know, that's the kind of game where I would definitely. Or if you're 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 desperate, you need to pull some magic out of your hat. You can maybe play him if you like playing risky. That's it. Um, 
overall, I do not trust Traquan Smith to have another big game back to back like that. So, um, so yeah, so that's it for tonight. Like I said, this is a quick episode. We wanted to cover the three games for Thursday. I will try to get another episode tomorrow night uh, for Thursday for you guys to have to kind of listen to over the weekend for kind of the starts and sits for the rest of the games this week. Uh, again, this has been the Skulking Fantasy Football Podcast. We hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. In case we don't, uh, in case I don't, I'm unable to get this uh, next episode out. Uh, enjoy time with friends and family. Give thanks to those around you for everything they've uh, done for you. And I uh, hope you guys have a wonderful holiday weekend. Talk to you guys later. Hey, Skulking Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skulking Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues. At Jared, we know devotion isn't a once a year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted. At Jared, we know devotion isn't a once a year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted.